Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. It's time for the Big Ugly Tailgate, bringing the party to the radio with Casey Studdard, Johnny Rogers, and Ben Buckman. Say pods. You never know who's going to show up to the tailgate. Talking sports, food, music, and all things ATX on the station that says what Austin sports fans are thinking. The Horn. You can run on for a long time. Run on for a long time, run on for a long time. Sooner or later, gotta cut you down. Sooner or later, gotta cut you down. Go tell that long tongue liar. Go and tell that midnight rider. Tell the ranch. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Big Ugly Tailgate. Um, did y'all. I'm sorry, but I'm on the ESPN website. Sorry to just start off this way, but start off this way. But Rutgers guy, like, just has a bad picture on his face. Like, I know he probably made a good shot or something. It's just he's like crying and stuff. I don't know. Crying in sports is that just was, weird. That was giant. You know, hey, here's the thing. Like, but if you went, like, think about this. How hard did you try to get to the national? How hard did you work to get to the national championship or get into? Uh, no, I, I I get that. I mean, I, I mean, you losing, guys, really I don't like that. Yeah, like but but God, I hate Shaka Smart. I hope they got beat. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, UConn, <laughs> missed it. Oh, he hit it. No way. Sorry, everybody. I'm screaming. He just, brought the NIT championship for a game that happened last night. Um, Johnny loves but no, that. I mean, some of these guys, it's small Rutgers team. I mean, no, being I able to beat it, the bracket. I, I don't think anybody's Selvin's got Rutgers cry, penciled Selvin, in Selvin to do Young's much. A cry guy. Hey, but I will Selvin say Young this: would cry like every time. Oh. Selvin always cried. When y'all would lose? No, never no. when lost. No, this is all only winning. Like, <laughs> guys, that cry, guys that cry when you lose, those are the guys you just want to backhand. Open yeah, but backhand. that's what Rutgers lost to Purdue. Oh, they lost? Yeah. Oh, okay. I thought he like made a good shot and it was like a happy cry. Yeah. Uh, I mean, they were... The, oh, if he lost, yeah, then... The caption is that they should be happy come Sunday because they're going to get into the tournament. Oh, I'm the actually day. into the tournament. In the yeah. NIT tournament? No, no, no. no. You mean talking about the Shaka Smart Invitational? Yeah, the Shaka Smart. <laughs> I can only win those the pride, games. The pride of the Texas Longhorn basketball program for the last couple of years? Oh, Marquette won. Hey, that's like the hardest, hottest team in, in college basketball. You know right what? Now. That's fine because they don't play anybody in that conference. A and, and, and B. Uh, our our out, coach Rodney Terry, national coach of the year, Gus Fring. Hello. They were going to give it to Shaka, but they handed it to Mr. Rodney Terry. Well, Chris has got a new job. Not yet. Not yet. Who? Chris Beard. Get Ole close. Old Miss. Really already? Gosh, I mean that is just classic. Just, I know. I don't. We want to said that. We said this like last week. I know, week. but I just, I like, just feel like so. My whole thing is this: I love Coach Terry. And I know he's doing great things, but like, what? You, and, and everyone always says, "Well, who do you think's behind there talking to all the families recruiting and everything?" I'm like, "Yeah, I know, but the the transfers in, like the style of play that Beard brought, the defense of just you know just the intensity is that it's the same. thing? I know, I know that, but is is that going to be kept? With him, I mean, is that is that going to be his motto going through, or is he going to back off of that intensity? 
No, who, you who? won't know ever Rodney backing off the intensity that Chris Beard brought. I don't think so. Not at all. Rodney, have, you, have you seen them play the game last night? They played. No, I know. I, I'm not. I'm not saying against them. I'm just asking. No, no, no. They also I'm have asking as a as a superior talent. They do than they most do. teams. Is and they're is all that, seniors. That's why. That's why I'm saying. Like next year's when I want to. I want to see. That if he's would be coach, a test. That's for my. He ain't going to be the coach next year. You don't think so? No, absolutely not. So, so Roddy Terry is a great stop gap measure coach, but he is not going to be the next head basketball. Where coach was he? The, where was? That's what, see, that's, that's the same minute. thing I'm I, thinking. Let's put. I, a, I mean, listen. Put a friendly bet Roddy, out there. Roddy Terry is one of the like. He is a good guy. He's like a guy that you want on the staff. He's very good with the players. I think families, he recruiting, all of that. But he's not going to be the coach at the University of Texas next year. He has zero head coaching experience. No, he, yeah, does. he does. It's 10 yeah, years. He has 10 years. Let me at tell a, you. At what level? Fresno State. Hold on. Hold on. At what level? Fresno State. Hold on. Fresno State. Hey, hold on okay. real quick. It's not exactly. Hey, who was the last coach that went to the Final Four? Rodney Terry. He went to the Elite Eight. He coached. So the, He was the head he, coach? He was the assistant them? coach for the best basketball team at the University of Texas ever had. <laughs> Doesn't matter. He has. He has. I just, I really don't think he's Let's the guy that's going to take. Bet. Yeah, I'm, friendly. Bet. Do you think, do you friendly think, five? Yes. So, yes. you think CDC after he wins this award is going to go? Yeah, not so much. It's. I think it's the ultimate troll job by giving him that award because it's going to force Texas to try to keep him. Or, right. Or I, he, I think, I think it, you're right. he's got a lot of these accolades. But what is it? A coach of the year doesn't mean anything. It's a sporting news coach of the year. It's not like the AP coach of the year. It's the sporting news. Great. Uh, Hog and Hound magazine just announced that Jamie <laughs> Dixon was was their coach of the year. Who gives? I really believe you do read Hog and Hound. I really. Do. Oh, it's a, it's in my rotation. It's right it's after right rotation. after Maxim. <laughs> right after Maxim. Right after Maxim. I used to I used to always go grab that Mag, Maxim magazine when I took a flight. You know, you go to the oh yeah uh, the seven was, dollar magazine. But yeah. what was? Didn't it like have a spinoff at some point? There was like a I don't know. Maxim I got those, light. and then I got the ones you had to break the plastic off. <laughs> in the airplane. <laughs> yeah. On road games and in Texas we I, we would get those. That was funny. Oh. No, I, I thought I thought t- say, you know, we talked about Rodney, you talked a little bit about Texas. I thought they played a really good basketball game last night. Who would they play? They played the horn they played my horn frogs. Ooh. And no, that's that's fine. We're they y'all, y'all have some y'all, y'all have some trouble six. right now. They yeah, six. Our our team is in disarray. Yeah, I mean, where where did that guy go? Dig Eddie Lampkin decided that he was gonna not play for TCU anymore. And he was to call Jamie Dixon a racist. And he called Jamie Dixon a racist. So when did he do this? This was la- this was this week. Get out of here. Literally like the last couple days he comes out and then he starts yeah, sending he, sc- like he starts sending screenshots of Jamie Dixon and his mother's texting conversations. What? Post them online. What? Like listen, Eddie Lampkin was a fan favorite. He was literally everybody at TCU yeah. loved 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 Eddie Lampkin. Senior, junior. Senior. Senior. Big guy, like he was kind of the emotional guy, like all the fans liked him and everything. And I think in a way, this is kind of where the NIL era like screws things up. Like I think he just got too big for his britches and and wasn't getting the playing time that he thought he needed because the NIL money, you're not getting paid if you're not playing more, right? And so he just comes out and says all this stuff and, and I don't who knows? I, I wasn't there. But I've never heard one time in my life that Jamie Dixon had any racist racism in his. Did the text message look racist? No, not at all. It just, Interesting. You know, and so Eddie could have gone down as one of the greatest TCU basketball players 
ever. And now he calls out his what could have been his alma mater, calling him a bunch of racists. Now, Casey, and there's and there's no evidence to it. Does that hurt him to go to other schools? You think? Did anybody? Eddie Lankin? Yeah. Oh, he's done. Done? Yeah, he's done. I mean, he might go to Europe and play, but no, he, he has another year of eligibility. Well, another year of eligibility. Does a team want him? Would a head coach want someone like this on a team? I mean, he's a big body. He's he really be, good. He's probably going to do NBA. He's probably going to head to the NBA right now. No, he's not. He's not. I don't think he's that caliber. I mean, oh, he's, he's not, not even starting for TCU. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. Was but, he six man or was he kind of? Yeah. yeah. Like he was just that that big guy that came in. The crowd got behind him. Um, and he brought a ton of energy and, and brought a lot, not just in points and rebounds, but he brought a lot to that team. Uh, I think we saw last night that without him, uh, they didn't really have anybody. Once once Texas started doubling up on Miles, he didn't really have that second option that he could have gone down to, to right. Lampkin. So, right. uh, I, and, you know, when Eddie was playing against Texas previously this year, he had great games. And Texas didn't really have that guy down low that could really, you know, rough and tough him up. But, oh, after they shot a three so they can rebound it? Correct. Yeah. yeah. And we yeah. shoot threes. That's what oh, we do. I you do. So the Panthers traded for got, the like, Bears' first pick? Yeah. Correct. They got, like, this year and next year they got a whole bunch of picks. They, they got moved. a haul. And then they got uh, they got DJ Moore. DJ Moore. So the, they, Bears, the Bears got the receiver DJ Moore and they, they, got they a bunch flip-flop first-round picks this year. First to nine. So now they right. go to nine. Okay. That's they good. also get an extra number two this year. Okay. Next year they get a number one and a number, number two. two. Oh. Stacked. Yeah. And so Perfect. think about this. And that that good job, Houston. Yeah, that's just, that's exactly God. what I was gonna say, Casey. God. The Texans, had they lose the Miko last game Ryan's of the so year against right the Colts, this is the haul that the Texans now have. Wait a minute. They the, the Texans beat the Colts in the last game of the year. Had they not won that game, Thank you, lovey. that could have been the Texans. Could, the Texans would have had the number one. And they pick. could have been. And they could Get have. And they, and look at this. And with the ninth pick, they could still have got one of these quarterbacks. I was about to say. I was about Possibly, to say they but, have, but the Bears, like, no, one, they could have got one of these quarterbacks. No, absolutely. In this year. No doubt. You know but I mean? the Bears don't need a quarterback at number nine. The Texans could have picked one up. That's what I was, yeah. Probably could have gotten Will Levis. Yeah. He might still Unless be. They wanted that number but one I, pick, I but. really feel like, to me, there's going to be the first three picks of the draft are going to be quarterbacks. Oh. Okay. Like, and what I mean by that, guess, guess who has the third pick of the draft? The Cardinals. I no. Think, don't, do they not? They're not going to draft a quarterback. You're right. They're not going to draft. But I, I didn't say that. I said the first three picks would be Cardinals or it would be quarterbacks. So I think the Cardinals are going to drop down. They need players. Right yeah, but now. They right now they, they they can Carolina, essentially get the Carolinas one, uh, Texans two, Cardinals. I yeah, think they, I think they could they could trade the pick. But and what drop if they down. want Jalen Carter or Will Anderson? They could probably drop down two or three spots and still get those guys. Well, also you gotta look at other teams. But they need trade. they need a ton of help. Arizona needs a ton of help. I mean, right now their starting wide receiver core are Greg Dortch, Rondale Moore. <laughs> you have DeAndre Hopkins still. <laughs> you have Marquise Brown. Okay, Hollywood and Hollywood. Those three guys uh, combined height is six four between those three. Colts, Colts need a quarterback standing on top of each other. Yes, yes, yes. Like, like no, like I'm talking about when they put on the trench coat and they all sit on each other's <laughs> shoulders. Like literally, like it's the smallest wide receiver core of all time. Than his and wide Kyler Murray, court. add him to the mix. It's even shorter. <laughs> man, man, he might be a seven. He might be I'd six say, nine. I'd say what things change a lot because like a year ago this they need, time they need old linemen. Yes, yeah. ain't everything. Hey, by the way, yeah. wouldn't you as a team want a O lineman like have a heavy O lineman? Yes. Like, well, that's what the that's what the the Cowboys. I bet you they pick O lineman. 
But I think I think well, I that's mean, what I've seen some of these pre-draft. You know, oh, he's going to go here. He's going to go there. The top offensive lineman's not even expected to go till eight or nine. It's a very weak offensive line. It's draft. A, yeah, it's it's not a very good draft for O line. So all right, well, who who do you do you think Stroud or do you think Bryce? I think the Seahawks had the number five so, and the freaking number twenty pick. So it's now the Carolina Panthers, right? With the number one pick, they like big bodies. They do like big bodies, yeah. but it's a totally different. Yeah, it is ownership it's, group. It is. They're taking CJ Stroud. Yeah. I think they're taking CJ. I agree with you. Yeah. See, the Texans had they had the number two and the twelve pick in the first round. Yeah. So they could get some more picks. Well, someone they could trade <laughs> up, try to get somebody. Even, but here's the thing: like even the Colts, they might trade. With the Cardinals, just so they can jump up and get that that third quarterback, yeah. right? Like they that could absolutely happen. You're like, oh, why would you not just why would you not just wait for the Cardinals to pick and take that quarterback then? Do you think that because you, somebody else is going to trade with the Cardinals? Right. Now, listen, I have absolutely zero information from sources that the Cardinals are going to trade out of the third pick. I I've not talked to my brother. I've not talked to anybody within there. I'm just based on the way that I'm looking at a lot of these. Pre-draft workups. Are they all jockeying just to get Jimmy G at the end? After yeah. <laughs> what would Jeff Saturday do? What would Jeff Saturday? <laughs> Jeff Saturday. I'll, I'll tell you what he would do. He would draft uh, Stetson Bennett with the first pick in the draft <laughs> because Stetson winner. Bennett is a winner. <laughs> that's exactly what he would do. Jeff Saturday, Stetson Bennett. That's the combo that <laughs> I we can't needed. Wait till one day uh, you you go to the elevator and it's just you and Jeff Saturday. Hey, I'd be like, hey, Jeff, love you on ESPN. <laughs> Hated you on the sidelines. Yeah, you won't say that. I okay, absolutely no, you okay, won't. So I you see, absolutely won't. I see that the Jets have the 13th pick. Does Aaron Rodgers go to the Jets? Man, they're jockeying for that right now. I think it's going to happen. Yeah. You think and, it's happen? and I think if you get Aaron Rodgers, then you start seeing that domino effect like you saw with Tom Brady down in Tampa a couple years ago. What is does he like? Other players are going to come to the Jets just to play with Aaron Rodgers, like an Adam Thielen, maybe. He just yeah, got cut. but but I've never seen Aaron Rodgers restructure. I mean, what's he? What is he? Fifty seven million a year? Fifty eight. He, he, he doesn't. He's going to get sixty million. <laughs> he doesn't. Sixty. Million. He's going to get sixty million, million to play. And yeah. guess what? Aaron Rodgers might be the only quarterback, the only player in the NFL who would say sixty million. No, I'm good. I'm just going to retire. I'm, my dark I'm just going to go back in the darkness and, and be all right. I'm going to go on my uh, pay I mean, how, how much money? How much money has Aaron Rodgers made? Steve the size of them chicken. contract. Like, what is Aaron Rodgers' <laughs> net worth? Aaron Rodgers probably made close to four or five hundred. D hops on the trade block, someone said in there. Uh, Aaron Rodgers' net worth is $200 million. So, even I'm if old, he were to pro- Is that football? Arizona or is that get a no, lot of that's contracts. Probably. Yeah, plus endorsements. That guy's swimming in it. Yeah. DJ yeah. Moore's DJ Moore's happy. DJ Don't Moore should be happy. Oh man, the, I mean they can stack that. So so yeah, the, I mean yes, the Chicago Bears. I mean I, I thought I thought their new GM did a great job. <laughs> Poles did a great job getting a maximum value for that number one pick, and he got Justin Fields a weapon because they yeah. have not. They were last in the in the NFL this year in wide receiver production. But okay, did they get any? O line, they need an O line. Yeah, they're gonna, they're gonna, they're gonna need an O lineman. They're gonna need to go out and get some more wide receivers. But now that you have a threat with DJ Moore going down the field, now we're really gonna see what Justin Fields can do. Right? He had, yeah. he has not had that option. No, Darnell Mooney, Darnell Mooney is one of my favorite wide receivers in the league, but he just hasn't had anybody to throw the ball. 
Yeah, I mean, he DJ Moore steps in the number one spot. There's nobody there. I mean, he he's a deep threat. You didn't get to see Fields' arm, and Field was in panic mode a lot of the time. Yeah, yeah. yeah. he was running for his life. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. They need some serious line. Yeah, this this week in the NFL has basically just been a bloody week. I mean, what everybody's you, restructuring contracts seen, or getting cut. What have you seen about out there in the Twitterverse on uh, Tua? Because that's the big. Ooh. It's super they quiet. Up, yeah, they, it's super quiet. Anything. They picked up his fifth year option. Because he's going to play. Yeah, like twenty two million dollars. Yeah, man. But, and, as they see, the Texans, the Texans are kind of set up right now. They got the they got two first rounders and they got the number two pick in the second draft. Or in the are second they round. set up though? Do they do they have a good GM? Do they have a good front yeah. office? And they do now. At they least better. Anything's better than uh, the last crew that was there. No, 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 no. They, yeah, when they Demico, had the head coach gave, GM uh, one one spot. Bad. Oh yeah, Bob. Bad. They yeah. gave D'Amico. They didn't give him all the power, but they gave him power enough to. Pick the guy, pick the people that he wants, but he has all the draft power and stuff like They've that. They've got a so. ton of draft capital. Yeah, so I mean, we'll see how he does. If he if he really if really hits on one of his first draft, you you'll see, you know, the Texans coming here how, in the next couple. How next big year, is the so. Houston fan base? Is it strong? Is it strong? Is it strong? They got good fans. Houston has good fans in your rock I, and roll. They were shattered when the Oilers left. Shattered. That's what I'm saying. Is it Houston has? I mean, look at all the Astros games. Here's, you see their fans going ape. Yeah, I've, I've got a question to pose to you. So the Texans have two first-round draft picks right now? Uh-huh. Okay. Why would you not just trade both of them and get Lamar Jackson and be done with it? I saw that scenario on ESPN. Yeah. I thought the same thing, too. But I mean, you've, you've you got a known, everything. Yeah. known qu- quantity in Lamar Jackson. He's 26 years old. Okay? Yeah, you're going to have to pay him, which the Texans should be able to. But if you're going to have to go after that contract, you, you have to give up two number ones. They've got two number ones this year. They could walk in the door next year with Lamar Jackson as their quarterback. Or See, that, they go after Bryce Young, that who was may smart. or may not be the guy. For the Ravens, it, it, it was smart because it's non-exclusive. Yep. So they have the first shot to meet. That. Correct. So you get to find out what he's worth out there on the market, which Lamar, it's it's good for Lamar, but I mean, it, it drives a wedge within you know if he does come back to the Ravens, it drives okay. a big wedge. Like, hey, you aren't willing to deal he, with me. I really don't think he's going back there. No, but but I think it's I think I think it's I think it's crook that he hasn't signed a damn deal. Correct. And you got and you got freaking yeah. You got old, Danny Dimes. You got old Slappy Jones. Danny Dimes just just yeah. took down forty five in, in New million. York. I said, are you kidding me? Oh, Slappy in New York got one hundred and fifty. Like, are you kidding slappy, me, bro? Like, come on. And, what, you, and Lamar can't even what, get a two hundred million dollar deal. Like, kiss my ass. But I think what Lamar is trying to do is he's holding out for that guarantee contract. What would he have gotten for the franchise? Yeah, way, he's here. his own agent. If he, if, if, he, if he no, if, if he wouldn't have got hurt this year, he could, he could be. He would have had a contract already. I but, think. But that there lies why the Ravens don't want to pay him right. because he is very injury prone. His mm-hmm. style of quarterback leads him to get a lot of. You know what hits. sucks is like, I think that they probably didn't miss their window too. Who? With him because they got to rebuild a lot. Yeah, now that you no, got you got to cool. do it on that first contract. You yeah. can't do it with Huntley. That he, oh, he God no. But yeah. they they drafted Huntley just because he mirrored what Lamar. No does. doubt, he's yeah. a great backup. Yeah, absolutely a great yeah. backup. Guy. He's a plug and play. Like, how did Kyle Mark Murray get that freaking deal? You're like, are you kidding me? Like Kyle Murray shouldn't have got that. What is the franchise? Thinking? The franchise wanted to make him the idiot. franchise player. It's. The owners are just cheap. Idiots. I think they're great. Yeah. I love those owners. No, they're not. They're in the Arizona. cheapest Cheat. owners in the league. Cheat. Great. Cheat. Chuck Clarence, a little 
We're good, buddy. Barely. Great guys. Barely. No, but I will yeah. say this. But you got you, you, But you got your your brother has a roommate. And he's forty five <laughs> years old on the freaking road. Are you kidding me? And you got to pay taxes on it. Kiss my what? ass, hey. Arizona. Someone's got to be a little spin. <laughs> yeah, you got you got to pay. I was like, I was like, you have your coaches bunked up. You like really? The, they double up? Uh, and they charge them for extra ketchup at the. Hey, at, the, at the kitchen kitchen deal. Like they charge you if you take meals home there too. I know. The NFL Players Association ranked it as like the worst, one of the top three worst teams. Jamie, I'm telling you, like if you take food home, they charge you. They'll charge you for it. <laughs> yeah, and, uh, he got extra guacamole. That's three dollars. Yep, and they they all itemize. They all itemize yeah. it and then Venmo each other the exact yep. amount. Oh my! God. No, that is not true. But, <laughs> yeah. but we'll see. They can't all be the Minnesota Vikings. Those guys got. Rave reviews. They they got number one, didn't they? Number one. Yeah. Yeah. Thielen's, Not even close. Thielen's on the block too. Where we, I mean, he's old. Yeah. Listen, he'll get, he'll go, he won't get picked up right away. He'll get picked up late when someone needs him. Like he's, he'll get picked up. How many years he'll get picked up. Listen, second week in, camp. In camp, he's or, he's going to yeah. go one. I think he could go wherever Rogers goes. I think that would make a lot of sense. Mm. Or the Chiefs. Or like he wants to go somewhere where he's a plug and play. Cowboys. Patri- uh, Patriots could be in well, who play. Who you have sling to you? Oh, old noodle ass arm. Oh, hip hip slinging, horrible ass Prescott. Like, how are y'all? How are y'all even behind him? <laughs> the hip, you're the making, hip thruster. Yeah, you're like, making Ty cry. Why? Why know, do you want to make Ty cry? Every, all these Dallas fans are no. all like, you guys got beat again. Don't cry, like, Ty. What are you talking? Like, come on. I don't like Dak Prescott. Four pick sixes. Yeah, oh, well, four so years. yeah. Let's, let's you get love, back in time. You love Dakota. Dakota Rain? Yeah, Dakota. <laughs> <laughs> TikTok tie. Well, hey, we got uh, we to take a quick commercial break. Stay listening here to the Big Ugly Tailgate. At the 9 o'clock hour, we've got Mike Morrell, the head basketball coach of the UNCA Asheville Bulldogs, who's going to come on. He was a former assistant coach with Shaka Smart here at the University of Texas. He's now at UNCA. Uh, won four games in his first year. Now they won 27 this year. Uh, really great success story. They've already punched their ticket to the big dance coming up, which everybody's trying to get into right now. So we'll have Mike on at the 9 o'clock hour, but stay tuned. You're listening to The Big Ugly Tailgate. What's going on? Welcome back to Big Ugly Tailgate. We got a full house in here today. It's a nice, pretty day. I feel. Oh, it's a little muggy. I mean, it's a little overcast. It's gonna be but it's, 87 degrees. It's gonna be nice today. Some drizzle? No, not really a drizzle. Yeah. I wish we got a little rain. I think we're supposed to front supposed to come in on Monday, buddy. It's gonna get cold in the next couple of weeks. Just for you, you guys know why trip. Snoop Dogg carries an umbrella? Because he's Snoop Dogg for drizzle. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm never gonna. I'm never gonna. You know, you know what is, you know what is uh, from now on. Anytime Johnny asks me a question, like I'm like, I don't want to hear it. You know what it <laughs> do you know what his uh, favorite cleaning supply is? Okay, I do want to hear this one. Bleach. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome like, back to the Big Ugly Tailgate. I don't know. We got yeah. Sa- Saypods in the house. Saypods. What up, bud? What's up? Seven eight seven four six. How you doing? I'm good. Hey, good question good. for you. Jamie Frazier's in the house. Can Ron oh, White play golf? Ron White can play golf. He's, he can. He's not bad. He's a pretty good stick. He's not bad at all. What he's is like 80, he like? 85? He's probably low 90s. Yeah, no, he's a mid-80 guy. 
Okay, so he's a little bit better than me. Yeah, I sound like I'm high eighties. I sound like cre- uh, bet you would Panama Creek. Red, but you know that's true. Ron Tater Salad, Tater Salad, the I Tater. Mean, I'm high eighties through about old Tater. Old Tater Salad, <laughs> and then I quit. This yeah, I do nine holes. I wish golf was fifteen holes. Nine. You know what? Twelve holes would be just enough. I think so too. You know, twelve holes be done. Maybe fourteen, 15. seven and seven. Yeah, yeah, but twelve nine is. You know, just a little. It's that extra hour. I don't want to be out. That's there. what I'm saying. I, the, the bar, if there's like a, a bar in the middle where you uh, can take a break. Hey, I, uh, and I've seen that y'all at Driftwood. That's exactly what y'all got, and that correct. looks Driftwood. That looks hey. every every four holes, three speaking, holes. Speaking of golf, uh, if Tiger Woods ever calls and says, "Hey, let's go on a vacation together," <laughs> don't show up. <laughs> okay. <laughs> let's did work you, this out. Did you guys see that? Did you guys hear that Tiger about his ex? Girlfriend? 30 million. So she's trying to get 30 million from him? Yeah. yeah. She's for like, what? oh, we had an agreement that I could live here for 11 years. She says an oral agreement? Oral agreement. And he changed the locks. <laughs> but, he, but he has a signed paper that says what? She when they, when they started dating, she had to sign an NDA. Oh, yeah. Saying basically all the crazy stuff I want you to like do. Like you can't say a word about that. <laughs> you calling me Phil in the bedroom. Like, call me Phil. Call me Phil. Um... <laughs> You know, you can't t- you can't go public with that. No, basically what this says. And now she can't do anything. She's literally like, "This is exactly what Tiger Woods wanted." Yeah, and that's like, why sorry. you have NDAs. That's why you signed it. Lady. Like, hey, you can come be a part of the party. You just can't talk about it. Yeah, and sorry. she goes out and talks about it. Now well, if she does. She wants to talk about. it. She's like, "Oh my god, that's, yeah. I need my five minutes of fame, lady." It's, How does you've already had? Does, your fame. does Tiger Shut not up. have any guy friends? No, he's Freddie Couples, Justin Thomas. Why, why didn't mean, any of those guys tell her, hey, man, that look in her eyes, that ain't that ain't normal. Hey. That ain't normal. I think Tiger, normal Tiger likes hey, crazy. Tiger. I think so. You know, Ron White said it best. He was like, you know, me and my wife were sitting there and, you know, have you guys, have you guys seen the clip, his Tiger? When uh, he talks about Tiger? Yeah. <laughs> it is probably one of the best three minutes of comedy I've ever seen in my entire life. You have to watch it. Um, but he's he's talking about Tiger and he's like, you know, I'm talking with my wife, and you know, I'm trying to defend Tiger. Okay, it was just one. The next thing you know, it's 17, 18, 19. <laughs> He's like, God dang, Tiger, I can't defend you anymore. <laughs> you know, I mean, but, it, but it's a great you have to see this 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 three minute piece on Ron White. It is freaking hilarious. Uh, uh, any anytime that uh, it's, it's, it's like, I, oh, oh, I did so something so wrong. It's like, get in here, Tiger. Tell her what, <laughs> tell her what you did. Tell her what you did. Oh, man. You know, these are really tough problems. I mean, how much do you think Tiger Woods is worth? Um, a billion plus. Yeah. 30 million? Probably 32 Bye-bye. million. He doesn't want to give her Bye-bye. up. Bye bye. Yeah. Here you go. Bye bye. That's like a tip for him. <laughs> yeah, but still, though. That's like, like what like he tips his For yacht. what she's trying to do, <laughs> I, I don't want to give her 30. She's just, you know what I mean? I'll spend so 30 not so to give her 30. So he went, he went. He, so he got. So what was the story? Is what? So he, he he took her to the runway. And said, "Here's your jet. You yeah, go anywhere like, in the world. We're we're done. We're, me, we're done. We're done. Yeah. Don't come back to my house." Yeah, it was it was it was something like she. He was like, "Hey, we're going on this last minute vacation. This is going to be so much fun." Shows up to the airport. <laughs> sold it. Hey, sorry. Totally later. sold it. And by the way, while you're gone, the doors the door locks have been changed, and you have no way of getting back in. They took all her stuff out, locked the doors. Change the locks. See ya. A lot of prod on the front. Literally line. to the curb. <laughs> Kicked it. Kicked it. So that's a that's what you call it. And, and now she's right there. You know now she's upset. Legendary. 
now she's upset and uh, <clears throat> asking for $30 million and trying to threaten to talk against an NDA. I don't think that's a very good approach. Man, first world problems. You, you know. don't sign NDAs? You don't have anyone sign NDAs, Jamie? Only you. <laughs> ben, ben, when Ben selling real estate, he has to deal with NDAs all the time. NDAs, NDAs, NDAs. For no reason. Sign them up. I've had I've had to do it. We've had I've had showings where an agent will call me and be like, "Yeah, we got to send an NDA over to have these people see your place." I'm just like, "What?" Because those people don't want to know people to know that you're there looking at that house. Correct. So it happens, but I don't. I got a cool story. One of my buddies. Are you allowed to tell a story? Or is yeah, it against an NDA? Did you NDA it? Well, one of my buddies played baseball, and he, I don't know, he's probably worth about a quarter billion. And Not bad. he was getting married, he was about to get married to his wife, and he was nervous about giving her, um, you know, the, the piece of paper, like, hey, I need you to sign this or whatever. <laughs> and he was nervous to do it. And like he goes, he goes, Casey, this is no BS. He said, like, a day before I was about to give it to her, she came up to me and, and made me sign hers. And apparently, he knew she had, she came for some money, but like her family's from Kentucky, horse family from Kentucky or whatever. And he was like, "I had to sign the deal, and, <laughs> yeah. I'm, worth, and I'm worth and I'm worth two hundred fifty two hundred fifty million. You know what is, I mean?" He is goes, her last name Baffert, uh, or I can't remember what, or Van Winkle? No, not no. It's, this no, is it's, a baseball player that it's made horses. a quarter of a billion dollars. We could look this up. And right he marries now. up. Yeah, yeah. Smart man. Yeah. I mean, I mean, there's, a, the lot day, there's, there's so a lot of baseball players. There's two NDAs. His is his and hers is hers. Right? But are the NDAs or are they prenups? Prenups. prenups. These are prenups. Okay. She made him sign a prenup. Yeah. NDA is the stuff that Deshaun Watson should have been using. That's <laughs> right. No disclosure. No. He, he <laughs> messed up, though. You know what? He, oh, man. His agent's a beast. But I mean, it's, Mulugata? Yeah. But, it's, but guy, it's, so, it's, it's so wild is that he has this guaranteed thing at the. At the at the Cleveland Browns, and they're screwed. They owe him fifty million guaranteed the next two years. Yeah, yeah, like, he's, he's gonna. It's a guaranteed contract. Like he <laughs> and the other owners were pissed. Oh yeah, that's why. But it's, but it's so wild to me is how now the Browns are even more set back. It's just like it's just. But they got their quarterback finally because he ain't gonna restructure. No, why would he? It's a guaranteed contract. Yeah. But that's why a lot of people are thinking that this whole Lamar Jackson deal is collusion amongst the owners. Because if you give Lamar Jackson a fully guaranteed contract, that opens the floodgates for, oh, yeah. for the rest of the quarterbacks oh, yeah. moving forward. Oh, yeah. So right now, Steve Bushotti in, in Baltimore is putting his heels in the ground, they not know. only for him, but, but for the rest of the he owners. Knows he'll break his team. Yeah, like, but he's, one he's of our, done one of our, smart. You know, one of our, one of our uh, listeners texted and said the same thing. He was like, he said, um, he goes, the talent's you know indisputable, but it's just the Ravens aren't willing to make dumb deal and become the Browns or the Cardinals. Yeah. And they're they're doing. I know that not a lot of the players like this because Lamar's getting not getting his money. But what what these guys what the Ravens are doing for them that like, Ravens are playing this exactly correct. If somebody else wants to come up and try to take him away, we can at least match them. And right now, there's really only two teams that have the cap space to go ba- make an offer to Lamar Jackson where the Ravens couldn't match it. And that's the uh, – I just had this on Lions. my head. Lions, Falcons, and Bears. And the Bears aren't going to go after him. I think he'll end up on the Lions if he ends up anywhere besides Baltimore. Boy, that would be fun. I mean, MCDC with Lamar Jackson, that would be fun to watch. I mean, golf isn't exactly 
Uh, he had a great year. Golf did have a great year, and he's he's a he's a good quarterback, not a great quarterback. What did Danny Dimes? What did he sign for? Forty-two million. Forty-one fifty. And year. then they they slapped the uh, the franchise uh, tag on Saquon. Correct. Yeah. But Danny's getting, I think, like half his contract. Eighty-five million of that is guaranteed. Hmm. So I wonder what I wonder what because they were they're trying to do both contracts at once, mm-hmm. and I wonder what Saquon was his ask. I, just, I have no idea. Damn. But they went with the. I mean, they they made they're going to have both those guys on right. on the field next year. So oh. I don't know if I'm committing to Danny Dimes. I don't, I, he hasn't really shown me enough I, I, to pay I, a guy two hundred million. I, I met him and hung out with him. Two hundred million. He's <laughs> big dude. I, to pay him that kind of money. But that's the going rate for a starting quarterback. Good for him. Yeah, great for Danny Dimes. He lives in New York. He's going to get taxed nine hundred percent. That two hundred million is going to turn into five dollars and fifty cents. Here's your bill. He's, he's got 900%. just enough. He's got just enough for a table at Superstition. <laughs> yeah, that eighty-six million is about to be cut in half. That and, guarantees and half. More than that, New York and California, the two le- states you do not want to play. Fifty-six percent. And then you're trying to live like a baller in New York. For every dollar, oh. they take sixty cents out. So he's got forty cents left. There was a there was a real estate. Which is still pretty a, good. There was a condo in New York it's I just so saw that's listed for twelve thousand dollars a square foot. Hundred and fifty wow. million dollars for a penthouse unit at this high rise in New York. Holy, that is incredible. <laughs> I mean, I've said the most I've ever seen in Austin is like twenty three, twenty four hundred a square foot, and that was for a dope house. But hey. And Yellowstone Club, they're going for about five thousand plus a foot. Is that right? Yeah, man, just for good living in this yeah. economy. Well, how about hey? Speaking of economy, Silicon Bank, Silicon Bank, <laughs> dude. It's the, wait, it's the 18th of, biggest uh, bank in the United States. I hope with n- over two hundred billion in assets. They said, y'all, that is going to affect Austin in a very bad way. What happened? Uh, Silicon Bank. They went. Uh, Silicon Valley Bank is a bank that basically. Bank it's been a lot of startups, yeah, all exclusive startups. startups. Yeah. yeah, okay. Had two million venture 200, capital money, tons, two hundred billion in the bank, managing money, all that stuff. Ew. Jumped off a cliff yesterday. Or, they're the eighteenth biggest. Yeah, they're saying it's they, the, hey, it's the next Enron. If you have money in there, that you can only get up to two hundred fifty thousand back. Yeah, yeah FDIC, FDIC only insures two hundred fifty thousand of your money. Yeah. So if you're a company that has you know billion, two billion in the bank with them, guess what? You're at least going to get your two hundred fifty thousand back. They were packaging. No way. They were, yeah. they were packaging. Yep. They is were this pack- an Enron type? This is, this is yeah. Enron. The well, modern it day is, Enron. but it was. It, they're packaging the their their what loans, and they're packaging just like they did with mortgages, the security backed mortgages. Yeah, they're doing exactly the same thing. They were, you know, good ones, we're the, good we're the ones, bad ones. Boom. Yeah. Yeah, I a, got a buddy that had a had some. They just used it for wire. Purposes I mean, there's. I, I guarantee there's startups in Austin, Texas that have a ton of money in that bank. I mean, so would you say the 18th largest bank? Just had a 18th. bank and basically, and they're just spending their money. Basically, people put money in there, just, or they just they're made bad bets. And that's horrible bad bad investments. And now there's no money. But there's no there. there's no diversification in the yeah. bank. It's all startups. Yeah, gotcha. it's all venture capital that they're trying to, and and it's done very well. They've been in. They've been there since the 80s, yeah. and they've never had a problem. And now it's just 
it's showing you a reflection what really is happening with the economy. Well, and you did the interest scary. rates did jump up. They did. 100% in they less did. than a year. But uh yeah, interest I'm rates. fully well aware of that. But <laughs> I mean, feeling that. it's so it you know, having a, the license to be a bank is a license to steal if you really want to look at this stuff. Sure. It's like because you do whatever you want. They're going to get bailed out. They're getting bailed out um like you have to carry only like a quarter of the amount if you had a run. Like if everybody wanted their money back, you you know, hundred percent of the the money that you have, twenty five, you know, seventy five percent of that's invested. So if somebody runs on it, twenty five percent. You're screwed. Crazy. Mm. Yeah, you got fifty million in the bank. You're like, hey, I'm gonna pull this. Well, million this, million. well the, we can't get you all the that. Feds, yeah. That's the what feds, people were doing. Yeah. yeah. Hey, let me get my money back. Yeah. They pulled forty two billion dollars out on Thursday, and then Friday yesterday was when. Bloody, bloody. Yeah. yeah. So those people that got their $42 billion now, thank God. Mm-hmm. Well, hey, we got to take a quick commercial break. We'll be right back with more Big Ugly Tailgate here on the Horn. Welcome back to the Big Ugly Tailgate. Hey, hey, hey. Good morning. Thank you for listening to the Horn. We are live, local, and digital on the Horn app and hornfm.com. We got Say Pods in the house. Say Pods. Casey Studdard. The Jamie, stud man. Jamie Frazier, the pride of the east side. East side and, for life. And TikTok tie in the box. TikTok. A little hello, Ty. A little dreary start to the to the day with this weather, but it's starting to burn off a little bit. Maybe I don't know. Yeah, it's supposed to heat up. So, hey, did you see where? Um... Nope, didn't see that. What <laughs> 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 is that? Um, the minister of uh, culture culture was on the airplane that dropped like four thousand. No, it was his wife. It was oh, he was. He was his oh, wife. I thought his wife was on. Okay. I thought she he was, was on, on the too. Camille she was on the flight. Yeah, Camille from was from on Austin the to uh, to Germany. When that with with all Ooh. the turbulence and all oh, that, yeah, dropped like. Thou, like 4,000 feet. On that she was on, on that the, flight. The Lufthansa flight. Did you yeah. see the... <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that, that... Talk about a scary deal. I, mean, I, 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 know, I know you, Jamie, as a pilot, have you ever had, like, any of the turbulence where you're like, all right, boys, I don't know if we're going to make this one? No. No. I mean, I've had, you know, severe turbulence, and it's like... Some of the worst stuff is, like, clear... clear. You have nothing out there that, that's... And you have no report. Because you're always... You're always pimping guys ahead that are on the route at different flight levels. Like, hey, how's your ride at whatever? So you find out, and like, there's no reports of any turbulence. So you're in a helicopter, sudden, you're dropping that. No, plane. no, this is oh. when I fly for the airlines. Okay. And and like, and like, boom! All of a sudden, you'll hit clear turbulence, and it'll be bad. And so, as a pilot, what are you like when that happens? What are you thinking, or what are you doing? Just you start crying. Yeah. Get out <laughs> of here. Start calling for help. <laughs> if you go in the back and say, "Is anybody is there a pilot?" Oh my God, is there a pilot in the house? <laughs> you gotta get the flight attendant off your lap. There's a lot of stuff that's going on. That you need. <laughs> what are we talking? 1970s TWA. You go out of autopilot and start flying yourself. Yeah, that's the scary part. Is when the, it kicks. The, yeah, but you, it's just unexpected. It's gonna come, and then you're just what trying to get through. Well, no. Well, I mean, there's you don't it's in you know you don't know all the time where which way to go up go down. It's like and you're you're dropping, so you you automatically want to change your altitude. And if you want to, and you're usually on the way down, it's like, hey, 
I'm I'm making a rapid descent. You know, call ATC. I'm making a rapid descent. Uh, just here, clear, just hit turbulence and um, clear me down. You know, you're at flight level you know, three seven zero. Clear me down to flight level three three zero. And you're just trying to just get out of it. Gotcha. And you know, you can make the wrong, wrong decision too. Um, like, hey, I want to climb above it, or I want to. You know, there's a million different things that you can do. But you got to try something. And you know, the the worst part is like what Casey just said is like. You know, you hit that turbulence, it kicks the autopilot off. Like, yeah. now you're flying. Yeah, now you're and like, flying. Oh. Literally, on clear turbulence, you could be sitting there and you're, you're like, you know, eating a crew meal or something. You're sitting there, like, just chatting, listening to the radio. Uh, autopilot's on. Everything's going good. Then all of a sudden, your your lunch <laughs> is on the ceiling. Yeah. And, like, everything, you know, your tides are already off, you know. And you're just like, whoa, boom. It's like, uh, what, millions of hours of sheer, sheer boredom broken up by seconds of sheer terror. It's like <laughs> yeah. fun. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, have you seen that MH370 on Netflix? Uh-uh. It's the story about the Malaysian plane that That's awesome. disappears. Yeah. It literally just disappears off radar, and then they still haven't found the plane. So, Casey, um, excuse me, Jamie, in Good that show. case, do you think that the pilot had a lot to do with that? Oh, I'm. I'm you talk about that Germany flight. Well, the the one that Lufthansa. Well, the MD three seventy. Oh, the the MH three seventy. Yeah, they, there's there's multiple like I, I conspiracy no theories. I, 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 I not know about this. It's the only no, no, aircraft no, 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 in, in history to go completely out of nowhere. Yeah, and I'm, I what was that the the island that lost the yeah. <laughs> that's what that's happened. What, that's, that's exactly what, happened. what I thought happened. That's what happened. They're like it's some lost different. stuff. The Bermuda Triangle stuff. Yeah, but they're like they didn't know where the plane possibly landed. Could could be in the South China Sea. Could be in the Indian Ocean. Like they had no idea, and they still don't have any idea where this plane is. And there were two hundred and thirty nine people on that plane. Out of nowhere, just disappeared. Just went off radar. Like, did it get hit by meteorite? Aliens, dude. (laughs) Aliens. (laughs) Were the Russians involved? Well, the satellite. uh, The information from like the satellite said that like completely turned around and went south, like in the South China Correct. Sea, like towards Antarctica. And then later the United States said that, hey, we found this, you know, a flight simulator from the pilot at his house, and it showed. It's a, a huge cover-up. Yeah, it's a huge, yeah. Whether we did something or Russia did something or China. China. Did, yeah. One of those three did something, probably, with that plane. I don't think it just all of a sudden took a nosedive. Aliens. Could be aliens. Well, Russia blew up a, another Malaysian airliner, like, well, that was three right months over, that was after. A, yeah, that was over the Ukraine, right? Yeah. Yeah. I think it was all distractions. The Russians were just trying to distract everybody from taking over Crimea. <laughs> Johnny. <laughs> Conspiracy theories. I don't, know. <laughs> I, don't, I, don't, I don't know. That seems pretty, I pretty legit to me. Johnny. I mean, Johnny you point over to, here. What's that? I just cracked up. Like I, I have a lot of friends, and they're they're all talking about you know Ukraine and everything. I'm like, first of all, before we start this conversation, can you point the Ukraine out on a map? Absolutely. Can you, it's can real, you really absolutely, close to Russia? Really close you, to Russia. Can you absolutely just show me where we're talking? Yeah, like, I love geography. Yeah, yeah there's but 99 percent of the people that you know a huge percent of the population has absolutely no idea about geography or where things are. Geography was always taught by one of our football coaches. Oh, school. yeah. It was. Oh, yeah. It always. Was. Coach it's like, Christensen, yeah. For us, it was Coach Neil LeHue. And History. Coach, yeah. Coach LeHue would be like, I mean, all the football players would take the class, and it would be like, all right, Coach, what are we doing here? You know, just absolutely. I got a straight just 100 one semester, yeah. and I like I did not get 100 on every test. No. 
Neil, you <laughs> took care of us. At, you should be good at history, like because history doesn't change. So you know, neither does geography. It repeats most, itself. Trying to make history change now, but yeah, yeah, it'll, it'll, let's change history now. Let's change <laughs> let's, it. Go find the point. None of it happened. Rewrite it. None of it happened. Mm, it's fine. Well, what else we got? We got Mark Madness. Well, let's talk about. We haven't said anything about the the Quinn Ewers new look. Looking sharp. T- took got, off the curls. Got the mullet off. Shade with uh, with Sark saying, you know, I it's think an open more, competition. Yeah, you need, you need a, yeah, the open competition. But he he shaved it before that. I think it was yeah. more of a conversation they had where, you know, it was like, hey, you gotta look. The, you know, you know, you gotta look the part. You can't look like you're not. You're if you would have balled out and been, you know, blah 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 with the fro, wear yeah, your hair still, however you, you wear whatever you want. Yeah, yeah, come on, sunshine. But it's still one of those things like, you just look like you look kind of like you you're not there. What what is the uh, the kid from um, California, Malik? No, the quarterback from California, Malik Murphy. Malik, Malik Murphy. Murphy. Why is he, is he still? Yeah, he's still here. He's, he's injured. He's still. injured. He still hasn't came yeah. up. Yeah. Have you guys watched any? Have you heard anything about spring ball? Spring ball, a little yeah. bit. Uh, just just kicked off last week. Yeah, yeah but they're on spring break now. There's some freshmen that are showing out. Anthony Hill for next week's spring and the linebacker from Hawaii. I can never remember how to say his name. One Especially of those one of those Hawaiian names. They're two of the the guys that are you know ready to play from day one. So excited to see what they can do this year. Yeah, I was looking at uh, Inside Texas and they were talking a lot about the edge position and how Texas is really going to make a big jump this year. With, with with all the guys they've got. In when there. did anybody uh, see on the? Yeah, on defense. How'd they ball out the pro day? I I did not even look. I didn't it know was, the pro day was that quick. Usually the, um, usually the freaking. Because like ro- pro who's day like here in a Roshan. couple weeks, but they had it like right after the combine. Right. So looking at the Texas uh, pro day performance, vertical jump, Demarvian Overshone with thirty six point five, Jaleel Billingsley with thirty six. Standing broad jump, again, DeMarvian. 40-yard dash, Tariq Milton ran a 4.47. Deshaun Jameson at 4.49. How about my fi- favorite wide receiver? Did he even do anything? I think it's worse. He had a broken hand last year. Yeah. Oh. Well, hey, we got to take a quick commercial break. Uh, stay with us here at the 9 o'clock hour. We'll have Mike Morell, the head basketball coach at UNC Asheville, who's already punched their ticket to the big dance. It's coming on next. You're listening to the Big Ugly Tailgate here on the Horn.